everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Moving to Australia, brought to you by They Become Migration Services. I'm your co-host, Arun Belur, and joining me in the studio is the founder of They Become Migration Services, Amitava Deb. Amitava, how are you? How was your weekend? Good morning, Arun. I'm good, thank you. Weekend was good. Went to Taronga Zoo. Do you know where Taronga Zoo is? And towards the north, right? North of Sydney. Yeah, near Mossman. Uh, it's a beautiful ride from Sydney Harbour. You should try that with your with your kids. They will love it. Yeah, probably by the end of this month when the mm-hmm. term ends. Right. Today we'll be focusing on international students. Mm-hmm. There's yes. a lot of them who come to Australia to study, to pursue a degree, mm-hmm. uh, an undergrad degree or master's or even a PhD program. Now... A lot of them, like you said, they are confused about their visa requirements, work rights, and mm-hmm. let's touch upon how they can maximize their stay and improve their work experience while in Australia and ultimately secure pathway to permanent residency. Mm-hmm. So the first question that comes to my mind is what advice would you give those people who want to come here to study, mm-hmm. but after graduating, they're keen on seeking employment and ultimately permanent residency mm-hmm. okay right uh, it's an interesting question now there are many aspects to a higher study when you um, enroll or when you try to enroll for studies the first thing first and foremost thing is what is your interest what do you want to do in life forget about you know Australia or any other country it is a very important decision is this something that you want to do then the next is okay after i do that i have certain other goals i want to settle in australia let's not hide it a lot of students come here to eventually get pr let's not even pretend i don't believe in this gradu- uh, gte genuine temporary entrant write up uh, the government even recognizes now that gte is not something that should be pursued any more anyway back to the topic they come here they study uh, before they come here they go to education consultants and most of the students from india they select mba or they select analytics thinking these are the two burning or growing you know mba there is a craze of course in india but does mba lead to pr Now forget about temporary residence we are talking about pr the end goal does mba lead to pr maybe not and why is that that's because mba is not a uh, not a skill it is a value addition to your core skill okay so if you do an mba you then can be a management consultant you can be an hr person you can be um a recruitment consultant or a marketing cons- specialist now those are the skills either you have developed because you have studied like you have studied engineering so you're a civil engineer or you're a marketing specialist because you are going to have some work experience as a marketing specialist so if you do an mba and you do not have a work experience then you are stuck because you cannot do your skills assessment which is 
the first step towards skilled migration without skills assessment you cannot move move uh, to the next stage and to do the skills assessment you must have work experience if you are doing mba unless you have an engineering degree then you do not need mba because your engineering degree itself is a skill which you have acquired or if you are a teacher or you are an accountant so skill assessment comes into play when you are applying for your pr yes that is the most important mandatory step skills assessment and the other one is of course english now for skills assessment certain occupations do not require experience other occupations require experience now if you come here and do mba after that you do not have experience unless you have a skill from your uh, home country what do you do so then you need to get experience for that you need to live here or go back so how does one live continue here? living here yeah that is the what would you suggest well if someone luckily, does if someone does come here for an mba so luckily the government has a pathway for that you know the government do, do recognize people come here to gain work experience as well and give them an opportunity to apply for pr if they meet the requirement so um the criteria for post study work visa which is the most popular visa after finishing studies uh, subclass 485 which has got two streams post study work stream and graduate stream now post study work stream is for those who have studied for two years either leading to a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or a phd so that two years comprises of 92 weeks at least 92 weeks of study and then they automatically qualify to apply for 485 they must apply within 6 months and they must get a english test result which is valid for the last uh, not more than 3 years old and they must have australian police clearance in hand and medical insurance these are the three mandatory documents required other than of course the um, completion letter okay let's talk about that english proficiency exam mm-hmm. now before a student moves to australia they have to anyways take either toefl ielts mm-hmm. or pte mm-hmm. i come here i study mm-hmm. why do i need to take the pte or ielts yeah. again why do i need to showcase my english proficiency because that's i have now a degree from australia that's an interesting question i have attended a seminar conducted by home affairs do you believe the someone who comes from a non english speaking background here to study in their home country let's take india all these students who come here from india in india they would be speaking in english at at uh, uh, their college or even at home once they are here in australia they have their own circle of friends who are from the same country and they will be communicating only in their own language which is not english and the level of english actually drops and there's a study been done on this yes yes by the government by the government so basically it is to ensure that they continue to 
uh, be proficient in english because this australia is an english speaking country yes it's multicultural it promotes multiculturalism but english is the main language you must speak english so once i graduate from from school here how do i know which is the right work stream for me post study work stream is it the graduate work stream or is it the post study work stream if you if it is diploma or if it is less than bachelor's degree which is diploma or certificate 3 or certificate 4 which is the final certificate that you will hold after those two years from a from a series of you know one or more um studies then it is the graduate stream if it is bachelor's or higher it is the post study work stream the graduate stream has an additional requirement you must do a uh, 485 skills assessment so say for example a chef a, a diploma um, holder or a motor mechanic they must have a 485 skills assessment but they also have to meet the australian study requirements right yes if someone Anyone gets a diploma or a trade has to study for those uh, two years so your course has to be registered on cricos which is the commonwealth register of institutions and courses for overseas students they always are uh, otherwise they will not get visa in the first place they will have the have a course which is on cricos are there any degrees or diplomas that you are aware of that are not registered on cricos and there are many but then there will be no one doing those courses because if they are doing they are doing it because uh, they probably just want to do a short course and go back they will not get a student visa if it is not cricos let's say i graduate i apply for a 485 mm-hmm. i get my 485 approved now i'm seeking employment yeah i can't find employment yeah 485 is about to expire yes then what are oh. the options i have left for me to continue to live and work mm-hmm. stay in australia and seek employment there are many options one option could be you opt for another student visa provided you meet the requirement provided you have interest do not study just because you want to stay here <laughs> i keep saying you must study if you have interest for example somebody has done mba and now they want to increase or enhance their people management so they can do a diploma in people management so that's one option the other option is uh they can get an employer to sponsor them if they have 2 years of work experience in the field in the nominated field provided the occupation is on the list for 482 then an employer can nominate them or it an employer can nominate them under 407 training visa training visa is for those who have recent work experience or recent study completed recent study they can apply for 407 so there are a few options also now covid visa vida covid visa subclass 408 was an option it it is something that started during covid the uh, the government gave an option for those who lost um ek work experience or lost their time because of covid they could apply for this pandemic visa so now they get extend their stay here to extend their stay unfortunately on 2nd of september the government have announced that they are winding down this visa 
that's it so i was busy on that night or the first lodging for those who were desperate to lodge before uh, it was discontinued now they can only those who are holding still holding covid visa they can probably hold or apply for another covid visa until like for another uh, six months they have this option but they have to pay earlier it was free so covid visa was an option no longer an option no point probably talking about it it's just for historical interest but there is also an option to extend your 485 so 485 has various options one is known as 485 extension stream extension stream is for those who have studied in stem science technology engineering and for mathematics i think yes yes so basically those who have studied science and you know related um, courses and there's a list of all those cricos courses they can technically go in to the EME account and apply for another extension of their 485 visa but th- you know it there are certain rec- prerequisites so they would be eligible if their qualification leads to an occupation or matches an occupation on the skilled occupation list. No, with not sh- skilled occupation list. It's nothing to do with skilled occupation list. Okay. It's the list of CRICOS codes which the government has published, which are STEM. Just a, a short definition, which are science and technology or engineering oriented. For example, MBA is not STEM. Okay. Understand. Analytics is probably not STEM. So how would they go about extending their stay? Go online and uh, go through the steps in the EME account. Uh, there will be a list of occupations or the CRICOS codes uh, in a, as a list of values and they can choose the one they have studied. If it is not there, then that means you are not eligible. Mm-hmm. However, um, what I was going to say, with, uh, with respect to STEM, uh, ah, you must be currently holding a 485 visa or on a bridging visa while waiting for a 485 visa. If someone has not, uh, is no longer holding a 485 visa, then they cannot apply for this extension. Okay, talking about bridging visa, mm-hmm. let's say my student visa is about to expire. Mm-hmm. I have graduated. Mm-hmm. I have lodged my 485 visa. Yep. And I have not yet been granted that. Mm-hmm. What happens when my student visa expires? Do I move over to a bridging visa? Anyone who applies for any visa onshore gets automatically granted a bridging visa. Usually it is bridging visa A. The bridging visa A is granted but not active because you already have a valid visa. When this visa that you currently hold runs out, your bridging visa will activate. And this will remain valid until a decision is made on the application you made for the other visa. And Vivo will automatically reflect yeah. the, the new visa status yes. that I have. Yes. However, when you are on a bridging visa A, very, very important. It doesn't allow you to leave the country. If you leave, you cannot come back because it ceases to be in effect. So in those cases, one must apply for bridging visa B. 
well in advance if they want to leave the country and come back. Okay. And how hard is it to get that? Very easy. Well, they have to give a reason why they want to go. Probably upload their itinerary or uh, you know some information. For example, relatives are not well or sisters getting married. Yeah. Now, when you get a 485 approved, does the length of stay depend on the degree that you have? Is it different for a bachelor's degree, for a master's or a PhD program? Bachelor's or a master's, two years. PhD, four years. And if it is diploma or you know less than bachelor's degree, graduate stream, usually it is one and a half year. You can apply for a second 485 visa if you studied in a regional area. Have you come across an extreme situation that a student has found himself or herself after graduating and how you were able to help them out? Does anything come to mind? Yeah, a few of them. One is uh, someone who applied for 485 and he got refused because he did not upload or his agent did not upload the English proficiency certificate or evidence that he has applied for English test before lodging the visa application. So then I did an appeal. It went to Administrative Tribunal, AAT, Administrative Appeals Tribunal. And uh, I gave evidence that he did actually apply for uh, the English test before uh, making the application for the visa. And uh, it was delayed because of COVID. So eventually it was in his favor. How long did it take to sort this out? One and a half year, which is not bad because once it is sorted, then he gets another two years. <laughs> so he got a longer period. So how was he able to stay back in the country if the 485 was rejected? Did he have a bridging visa? Uh, for it, when 485 is rejected or when any visa is refused, the bridging visa that was associated with that application ceases five weeks after the refusal. So within this five-week week period, he either leaves the country or applies or, or uh, does an appeal. So in his case, he did an appeal. Once the appeal is lodged, the bridging visa continues. The bridging visa inherits the conditions associated with the earlier visa. So if he was on a student visa and he has a bridging visa which then got extended after he made an appeal, it will have exactly the same condition that was on a student visa. So which means he can work. He can work full time if he if he is out of session, meaning he is not studying. He can work full time. But other than that, he doesn't get any medical benefits. A, stu a student doesn't get medical benefits. A student has to uh, have, uh, um, he has to make his own um, medical insurance um, sorted. Now coming to fulfilling character requirement, mm. when you apply for a 485, this has to only do with your police verifications in Australia? Not necessarily. Character requirement is for any country where you may have lived 
since your previous application uh, to Australia, where you have lived for more than three months cumulative, it could be your home country as well. Or it could be Japan. You went there for maybe some studies or some workshop. So if it is cumulative more than three months, you have to get a police clearance. But note that for 485 visa, Australian police clearance is mandatory. If you do not have that when you apply, your application may be refused. So when you say cumulative, you're talking about the entire period of stay as a student while in Australia. Enter entire period of stay as a student in, while a in Australia. Australia. Well, uh, so if Australia. that exceeds 90 days, mm-hmm. then I would need a police clearance from that country as well. Yes. But those countries, the police clearance from those countries can be uploaded later. But Australian police clearance must be uploaded at the time of application. Okay. What's the current time frame for processing 485? Oh, it's quite unpredictable. But most of the cases were done within a month. In some cases, they were done within a couple of days. But I think these days, the processing is getting faster. It's all because there used to be a lot of backlog which is getting cleared now, slowly. Amitava, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Arun. Thank you, everyone. See you again next week. Yeah, goodbye.